Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. About to go stupid again. She had no roof for the best. G'day weapons and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast, another Wednesday wobblies to get you over that hump, have a laugh, get you through the week, get the mind back on track and uh, keep it rolling. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm uh, the big fella's just refilled his coffee cup. Yeah, I've just got two a for new, the day. I've just got a new pine lime boost. Cracked that fucker. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> that's a it's a weird combo. Cheers. Mm. Definitely alpha of that. Cheers, mm. aren't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, with it, before we get into it, as per usual, big knuckles and the team at CTC Country Trucker Caps getting behind us. So. Make sure you jump on there if you're chasing a hat for your big dome. Uh, heaps of good, heaps of good uh, designs there, ready to go. Plenty of funny shit, plenty of good looking shit. Um, and if you're chasing a hat for your own business or bucks party and stuff like that, get onto the big man and he'll sort you out with a smick design. I think I'll be hitting him up shortly with changing some names around and stuff like that. So business, yeah, we'll be talking, mate. Yeah, yeah, nah, too easy, mate. Yeah, so get around a good bloke doing good things there. Right now, before we get into today, I've got a couple of a couple of good yarns that were sent in by a couple of people. So this is from Big Sexy from Mackay. He goes, "Here's a yarn. Our mate Basil was on the phone to Mum one night, and when he answered the phone, he yelled fucking hell and hung up. Found out he was in the shower when the phone rang. He was all soaped up, and he's a big unit. When he answered the phone, soaped up, he sat on a plastic outdoor chair and flexed when he sat down, and his agate slipped through the slit in the chair, and he was a prisoner of fortune. He backed down the stairs of his house to find a saw to hack the chair, and his cattle dog was nipping at his nuts. He got down the stairs and found a hacksaw, sat there swatting his blue kelpie away violently and cut the chair through until the seat snapped open and he fell on his naked ass, soaped up, and rang the old girl back to tell her what had happened. 
He lives on a property, so no help was available. Fucking cracker. Big, sexy, out. Heck. Imagine that. So he's nuts. It must be one of those green chairs, eh, with like the three slits in the middle. Yeah. So his nut bag, all soaked up, has slipped through there and he was caught. What was he doing sitting there? Oh, like, I don't know. In the... He must have had a, He must have one of those chairs in the shower or something. I don't know, batching and just fucking sitting in the shower. <laughs> having a beer. Yeah, having a beer. I don't know. Fucking helmet. Imagine that. The old dog nipping at his sack through the fucking <laughs> back and down the stairs. Fuck That's it. dramas. Imagine having to hack through a green chair to get your nut bag well, out. Yeah. They must fucking hang the cunts. <laughs> oh, proper. He must have them shaved or something to slip I'd through. I'd hate to see him having a root. He'd be hitting their tailbone. Yeah, Jesus. But no, it's a bit... Uh, that was pretty Big funny. Big sexy. Yeah, this was Morgo. This isn't the Morgo from a few episodes ago, but Morgo said, boys, love the podcast and the message that you legends are putting out. It's a bit of a long yarn, but I want to tell you blokes about the weirdest route I've ever had. Copy. Me and the cousin were living together. <laughs> that did not start well. <laughs> Me and the cousin were living together before I turned 20. I've come home after a day at work and come through the door and old mate is looking like a rat ready to scurry up a drain pipe. He tells me that he has rooted this chick and that told him that she was 19, but she actually turned out she was 15 and her old man and brother were going to give him a touch-up. I told him to get his knickers out of a knot and she'll be right. After fucking many beers and bongs later that night, we get an almighty knock at the door. I heard my cousin's nuts hit the floor right there and then. I get up and answer the door and it's the Sheila's dad, an older brother who was around my age. These blokes were putting on a show pretending to be alpha blokes, but I could smell the beta pheromones on their breath. (laughs) After letting these blokes know that we're in the presence of the town's undisputed yabby-pumping champion, they quickly realised that they were looking at a proper piss deleter. They quickly calmed down and asked to have a chat with me cousin, and I agreed. They left, and about an hour later, I received a message on Facebook from a Sheila who ended up being old mate's oldest daughter who was there at my house, but I didn't even realise because I was so focused on the two blokes. She said that seeing me shutting down her old man got her wetter than a spastic's chin. Righto, absolutely fang around to the old boy's house and batter this cunt's door in. The look of shock when uh, when he opened and answered the door and saw it was me was priceless. He asked what the fuck I was doing there, and I responded with, here for your oldest. Let's just say, boys, I pulled out of one thing that night, and it wasn't old mate's fucking driveway. (laughs) (laughs) Friggin' hell. I don't know if there's a bit of mayo on that, or it's a vegan yarn, but how's that? Yeah. That's a, and to chicks out there that are fucking lying about your age, you're just going to yeah. fuck someone's life over. Yeah, exactly right. What are you supposed to do, especially if you're like 20 or something and an 18-year-old chick, like the amount of Sheila's nowadays doing themselves up in makeup and dressing and that, you're not asking for a chick's ID, are you? You're just no. sort of taking it as and, whatever and your like, age is. This was the thing back in the day, even at a licensed premise, and then you're still seeing people that are 17 in there and you're Oi. going... I'm if you That's, if a bloke uh, picks up a chick from the clubs and she's got in with a fake ID and you go home and then all shit kicks off that should nothing should happen to that bloke if he picks her up at a club or a pub it just doesn't hold up in piss. courts doesn't nah. hold up in court it's just I don't know because like I I'm the biggest one to support I do not support underage anything like nah, that. like fuck, fuck no. no but I mean 
in that situation there, like you don't want to. I don't want to sound like we're supporting like the act of underage shit. No. But like you're saying, then he was told she was 19. Looks 19. What's he supposed to do? Like, do you check IDs on Tinder? Yeah. You know. I don't know. But I don't know. it's almost for your own peace of mind. Do a bit of background fucking checks. Yeah, that's right. If they do look underage, be like, oi. Yeah, you actually fucking, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Fuck. That's but uh, great yarn there, though. He's just popped around and drilled the eldest. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> great yarn, anyway. Right. Well, won't happen in my household, anyway. Yeah, that's right. It's going to end up with lead poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sean said, afternoon, chaps. I'm a UK listener. I've got a bit of a yarn for you. The factory I work for has a Christmas party every year. It's a big room, and it's shared with a couple of other companies on the night. Anyways, the boys all tell the apprentice it's novelty Christmas jumpers. Everyone got one and sends him pics in the WhatsApp group. So he gets there belting the uh, beer down in our Sunday best. In comes the apprentice with a bright green knitted jumper with the body of an elf on the front (laughs) covered in fucking jingle bells. The fucking building erupts with laughter. Every uh, fucking soft lad throws a total fucking shit fit, ends up crying and saying he's looking for a new job. Love the show. Keep up the good work, boys. Ah, oh, Russ, fucking, I would have repped that hard. Oh, yeah, exactly. What the fuck? That's funny as fuck. Like, oh, mate, it's just got the shits, but, oi, this brought back a memory. Remember when we stitched you up, when we were apprentices, right? Now, we used to have a thing, it was an apprentice RDO every second second week, was it, on Friday? Oh, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. so every second Friday, we'd have um, we'd have an RDO, which is a rostered day off. So the Friday, and we'd normally do a golf day or something with all the apprentices. We'd play Ambrose, do all the shit, get on the piss. Anyway, back then, I think it was like a Thursday, and we've all just said that it was an RDO. Yeah, the RDO tomorrow. And Cam's gone. No, nah. they he's taking the RDA tomorrow. Oh, it yeah. wasn't the red um no, rostered RDA. Actually, we told you that we we're all working. What didn't we? Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, we're all working tomorrow. Let's go out on the piss. It'll be funny. Like we'll just fucking hit her. It'll be all good. But secretly, you'd all take an yeah, RDA. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. all went and took RDOs and got approved and that for the day off. Anyway, I still remember we were charging up, and you're like, "All oh, right, oh, fucking let's go," sort of thing. And then I think it was like, I think it was about two o'clock in the morning on the smokers deck of this club on a Friday or on a Thursday night or whatever it was, we've come up and said, Oh, he can't. We all took the day off tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, Oh, get fucked. And what I think you ended up just having a sickie, didn't you? Yeah, I think I called me supervisor and said, These cunts have stitched me up. <laughs> I won't be swiping in in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but that that reminded me of that stitch up. But, uh, yeah, that's a beauty. Send an old mate in dressed up to the fucking hills in the old elf costume. I don't know if I did go. No, I don't no, think No, you I didn't. Would. You, you didn't. didn't. Mate, we were fucking fairly upper. Although we did rock up a few times. But, anyway, that instance you didn't. I remember your face on the smoker's deck telling you and you're just like, yeah. yeah good, uh, good blokes. Yeah, good mates. <laughs> Hats off to them. That's yeah, cool. that's right. I love that shit. It was well played by us. Yeah, fucking yeah. well, well done. I reckon. But, um, well, there's no loss on my behalf, anyway. No, that's right. Well, it hasn't affected your career this far, has it? No. One no. day, one day off on a Friday. Yeah, that's right. One Friday for the boys. All right, we've got a heap to get through here, so we'll fucking uh, we'll kick things off, eh? Boys, Randy Footlong here, the largest gland in Arnhem Land. <laughs> just a quick one, lads. Just real quick. What's worse than ants in your pants? 
your fucking uncle. Yeah, in ya, <laughs> hanging out of ya. Got to agree, Fuck haven't ya? That was good. Cheers, Randy. Maybe <laughs> your uncle. Hey there, blokes. What's happening? Um, what I just want to fucking say that fuck. If you eat the crusts on your pizza, you're a fucking poor beta cunt. Like they're fucking unflavored fucking handles for us middle class folk to fucking hold. <laughs> While we eat our fucking bread with toppings on it, look, nah, you you don't eat your fucking crust. It's a joke. Absolute fucking carry on. Thanks, boys. Have a good uh, have a good rest of your week. I was the batter of all batters till I was Bobby. I don't know. I ate. I'd only eat the crust. Wasn't a what? fan of the fucking pizza. As you a were young kidding. fella, True. I just eat every cunt's crust, and that was it. Yeah, I'll just clean up everyone's crust. Fuck, you would have been a good bloke to have around. Yeah. You're but, kidding. But now, yeah, if I need to fit in another bit of pizza, I'll leave the crust. Well, look, I, I'm a thin operator. I'm a thin and crispy operator because mm. I'm all about the actual pizza, not just a big bit of dough. Definitely. But uh, when it's thin and crispy, a lot of these things, I can demolish a whole pizza, so I'll eat crust and all. Yeah. But if someone hits you with the old Christmas party, get what you're given, and it's thick, I won't waste my time eating a big, thick crust. No. I think it just depends on what you're getting, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Like those those pizzas down at Agnes, they're the old traditional style, not that much topping on them, and they're not that big. There's a bit of an air bubble in the crust. Yeah, and it's sort the of Italian just... Italian style. Yeah, and it's like a... Um, it's nice, like eating mm. the whole thing, and you can easily eat it for a whole sitting, so... But I get where you come from if you're on the big, dirty pan, thick-based. Mm. Mm. Can't believe you just ate crust. You sicko. I was very young age. I don't know if I was a fan of cheese or something. Oh yeah, must have had a bit of off cheese once. <laughs> Stay away from the cheese. <laughs> it is. Have you ever pulled the packet of fucking shredded cheese out of the fridge, and she's been off? No, Mate, they'll sit you for a couple of days. Mine's always in the freezer. Your cheese, mm. your shredded cheese. That's fucking a good option. Yeah, I always keep it in the freezer. I suppose if you're going to use it for something that you don't like. Have it fresh, you can move it out for a bit. But, yeah, it, it lives in the freezer freezer for me. Yeah, that's a good thing. Because most of the shit, you're putting it with something hot and you're stirring it through it anyway. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. Spag yeah. bowl or fucking. Yeah, or leave it out for a bit. Yeah, leave it out for a bit if you want to. I wonder fucking... if that takes away from the life too because we just do a lot of salads and that and just throw the shredded cheese in. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's me anyway, freezer. Tom and Cam, how are we fellas? Good bruh. Now, I've got a bit of a story for you guys. Now, we were doing a basketball court up in Melbourne with my now current boss on the timber floor. And um, we had this labourer working for us. And every morning, he'd go and get the 7-Eleven coffee, the $1 coffee, when they were a dollar and everyone wasn't talking about it. Anyway, he'd drink half it in the morning and he'd leave the other half for knockoff to have a nice coffee. He wouldn't refrigerate it anymore. He'd just leave it sitting on the floor. Now, I think that's pretty pretty grotty. What are your thoughts on it, fellas? Catch you later. Yeah, that's insane. I've never been that, that poor of money to have to do that. No. Leave your coffee, leave half your coffee all day on the ground to put some ice in it and have an iced coffee in the half. 
I like what he's doing, but fuck. I, but, I mean, I can drink. Like, if you're talking a regular coffee, I'll fucking smash that thing. Yeah. Like, easily finish it. Yeah. He must be getting a big coffee to satisfy himself and leave half. Yeah. Right. Do- dollar coffee wouldn't be that big. Probably just a medium size or something. So, he's, so he's saying he doesn't have a dollar to be able to get himself one in the half. Jeez, that's fucking... He's still he's probably, been running, that he's probably been running it for years. He's, he's probably still, he's still probably, got his tuck shop money. Probably rich as fuck, that bloke. He man. probably is. Still got his first pay and a hanky in the fucking bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Not my cup of tea or cup of coffee, you should say. Neither. It's not my half a cup either. Maybe not. Hey, bloke, how are you? Good, mate. Long time listener, long time dad kisser, first time fucking caller. Um, just a bit of fucking... Add on to the Wednesday Wobblies fucking cunts fucking stealing shit. I used to work fucking in a supermarket down here in Adelaide in a pretty fucking dodgy area. The amount of little cunts that would come in and just think that they could fucking take what they want is fucking ridiculous. Parents, fucking, they're probably just in a little crack den somewhere fucking not giving a shit about what their kids are doing. These little fucking 12-year-old kids wearing their fucking TNs and fucking Nike caps coming in taking fucking Red Bulls. I just used to fucking chase the cunts down. Mate, when you fucking grab them, they crumble. They crumble like a fucking nice piece of pastry that your fucking nan's made, all right? They fucking crumble. As soon as you grab that little SJ cunt by his fucking mullet, mate, I've never seen somebody shit themselves more in their life. But anyway, that's just my little bit of carry-on. Enjoy your fucking day. Kiss some dads, fuck some blokes, do a bit of pelvis thrashing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like it gives you the shits watching all the old SA shit down there, like these young lads who just don't have any respect for anything and just think that they're fucking deadly. You know, and what they'll be like 14, 15, 16 sort of thing. These yeah, lads are younger, some of the lads. Mate, do you know what's wild I was thinking about the other day? Is like when you, th- when you turn 18, right, you think you're the man, don't you? Like you're old, like you feel like you're an adult. You can do everything. And you can do everything. And now I'm a man and that. Nah. I like, and oi, if you are 18 and that, good on you. I felt the exact same way when I was that age. But once you really get into fucking life, like, and I've, we've still got heaps to learn and experience. But, you know, being there now and, you know, having the mortgages or even just having the kids and really getting into life where you start seeing the, the real pressures of life hit you. Yep. You realise that fuck me, you've got a lot to see and experience before you've you've seen a lot, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, back at that age. I was thinking about it the other day, thinking, fuck me, when I was eighteen. Not a worry in the world. Not a fucking worry. Yeah, yeah secured a good job and then just fucking as long as you're rocked up to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> what are we doing on the weekend, boys? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, which is that's what it's all about. I don't have any regrets with how we lived. During that period of our life? No. You know, have fun, experience shit, get on the piss. Yeah. That just comes back to those yeah, young fellas who you surround yourself with. Yeah, exactly. But I'm a big believer as well, though. Even though we were doing all that stuff, still got brought up with morals, respect for your elders, respect for the community, for women, all of this sort of shit. You see these little Eshe motherfuckers down here and you feel like just backhanding them, mate. Crack. Yep. Pull your head in, you little fuck. And then still getting the dull. Yeah. For doing fuck all. No, that's right. It's shit. It is shit. But, uh, yeah, good on you, mate. <laughs> hey, boys. 
My grandfather was always an underground miner here at number two Mara back in the day and always tells a fucking great yarn about the bathhouse. So the bathhouse at number two obviously were as any other underground mine, just poles on a wall, have a shower. But he always told the story about an electrician, won't mention any names, but um, anyways, old mate would take his overalls off, leave his boots on, hop on the flattered seats and fucking under the boots and get up and have a shower. But one day, this old fella taking his boots off fucking starkers and heap other blokes. Taking their boots off, I'm mad at big bloke. Last on the seat, old timber seats, timber would split apart. So what's happened was, you started this bastard. He's, he's in the last bloke there, took his boots off, when he hop up, he's like, oh, oh. My grandfather turned around and said to him, I said, you right, you're right, He's like, oh, my, my. So what happened was, when the fucking flats, spread the path and everyone's sitting down and old mate's nuts went down between the seats bro trying to get back up and he couldn't you know the old fucking old King Jules fucking stuck in the seat anyways old granddad reckon most embarrassing fucking time of his life in the underground was the mine manager walking in and five blokes under his seat naked with pencils trying to poke this cunt nuts back out <laughs> my manager looked at him and said Oh, I don't want to fucking know. <laughs> Anyways, boys, have a good night, Ace. That's my yarn. Oh, oh fucking hell. What are the odds of two fucking... Two blokes. It must be more common. Was that last episode? With, yeah. With, yeah. How's that, though? That's so funny, man. Imagine that, the mine ranger walking in. Like you said, there's four blokes poking his nuts with a oh, pencil. Oh. <laughs> I just got everyone to sit back down again and fucking try to stretch it out. Oh, well. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's dramas, eh? If you want to see a wild scene that's not a prison, go to an underground fucking bathhouse because it's just all blokes fucking showering there. Yeah, that's right. If you don't know what's happening, it is literally. You aren't wearing, yeah, if you get wearing jocks, you're going to get a hard time. That's right. If it's uh, their shower heads out of the wall or out of the roof and an open room. Over and room, you yeah. just get in the nude and you fucking shower yourself. If you wear jocks, like Cam said, you will get absolutely torn to pieces. Those blokes are a different breed. Yep. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're t- um, tight little community, that fucking underground stuff. They really stick together because you obviously you work in different panels underground, so you've got to look after each other. So That's right. But, yeah, not going like a gay thing, but, yeah, you've just got a weird way of doing your bathhouse stuff. Yeah, you're wild. Yeah, anyway. Moving on. I don't want to give too many secrets away for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, Cam, Mika here. Long-time pistol leader, long-time carrying on. Nice. Mate, firstly, I'd like to kick off and say congratulations on the the, uh, the, the win on the running race there. It was a great, uh, great win for the blokes, the Alphas. Thanks, I've just been wondering, like, I've just seen a bloke walking down the road with like, a, bl- a blind fella with a stick, you know, they tap that along. Got me thinking, like he's there by himself, and I'm thinking, when he comes out of the place and he doesn't actually know where he is, how do they know where they're going? Like, do they have a sixth sense that we don't know about, or what's the go? I don't know. It's a bit of head noise for me. <laughs> he could, yeah, I don't know. Enlighten me, I'd, I'd love to know. Thanks, mate. See ya. Surely you've had a carer, carer go around. Take you that exact, exact path. path. Yeah, and that's your sort of your route you stick to or whatnot. They must have a really good memory too, eh? Yeah. Imagine you? if you got bumped over 
and you've hit the deck, you're fucked. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like you've you got, got you probably got to count a lot. You would like you'd you'd sort of you'd have to be like right. I'm going, you know, a minute this way or, or a certain amount of steps, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I seen but, a wicked video the other day. Fucking old mate was blind and skateboarder, and he had that same stick. True. And then he, he wanted to like ollie over us um, down a set of six stairs or whatever it was, and he was like doing the run up and like counting with his pole. Yeah, and then fucking like knew when to fucking kick the back of the board to do the jump, and after like twelve thirteen goes, he fucking got it. Really? Yeah, and rode Holy away. Rode away. So yeah, nothing's impossible, fucking mate. Up. But but like I said, it would take one person to bump shoulders with you. You get spun around, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm heading south. Yeah, well, there's actually a bloke, blind man Dan. His name is. Shout out to you, brother. He gave us a message on um. He gave us an email a while ago and said that he'd love to come on. He's legally blind and stuff like that. Yeah. And it'd be good to line him up down the track at some stage. But, yeah, he's. I think he can still see a bit. Yeah. But I'd love to hear from a bloke who is fucking dead set blind, like can't see about that thing because that, that blows me away. Because you do see him, eh, like people out there with their stick and that, and you yeah. go – how the fuck do they know how to get back to their house? You'd have to shit. learn like different like pavement to fucking concrete. Everything you'd like, need, you'd have checkpoints, dirt. wouldn't you? That's right. Like checkpoints is like I've just left them all. Now yeah. I'm going this until I hit this point. Then I'm going left. Or yeah, holy, it's just uh, the other senses really have to pick up, don't they? Yeah, it's fucking impressive that there's people out there managing through life. And it's like, our commitment to the community too to fucking you see someone like that. Oh, exactly. Oncoming car, pedestrian cross them, see if they need a hand. Yeah, like, exactly. Just be a general You're good, right, mate. Just be a general good cunt. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's a, it's a crazy thing to think about, though, eh? You don't really think about that, but you're picturing yourself in someone's eyes. Like, picture us walking out of this studio now and getting to the front door of your house with our eyes closed. I've done it plenty of times, blown. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like... I've crawled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great, great point, that. G'day, trendsetters. Friendly egg and bacon bloke here. Tasmanian correspondents. G'day. Bringing in today with, is it a carry-on or a play-on? Asking for a mate. Just being very specific, asking for a mate. <laughs> he wants to know, is it a carry-on or a play-on? To avoid porn stars in your wanking library with the same first names as female members of your immediate family. Personally, I think it's a play on and I would avoid them too. Uh, Last thing I need is a fucking auntie popping into my head or someone else of that genre (laughs) while you're fucking rubbing one out. But anyway, lads, uh, have a discussion. Let's see what we reckon. I might even chuck it up as a poll in the carry-on group. Anyway, stay yourselves. Cheers, guys. Catch up. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's probably carry-on. I, I, I honestly don't. I don't really check about the names of them too much. It's more what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I barely go. It's not like every porn I've watched. I'm like, oh, what's this person's name? Well, what do you say play on? 
No, he said he agrees yeah, that it's a, a bit cat. of a yeah. yeah, yeah you don't yeah. want to have the same name. Look, if there was like a, a a porn star that you're just following their career, I'd probably turn you off a bit. But if you're just scrolling through a category of what you're into on that day, that wormhole you've got yourself into, yeah, three yeah. hours in, mm. you're not uh you're not going through the first name. Surely you're not going through the first name of every porn star of a porno you've ever watched. No. Oh, yeah. I suppose there'd be de- blokes out there. Specific. Oh, people are definitely fans of it and follow it. Yeah. I can't say I am. I can't say I follow certain people. No. It's more of a thing, but that's just, I don't know. You're it's only there me. 30 seconds of the time. Yeah, exactly. You're only there. In and out. Get in and out, relieve a bit of stress. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I'm probably, yeah, I don't think. I, I, it doesn't worry me too much. No, nah, me neither. I, I don't. I, I honestly don't look at it enough to for it to fucking bother me. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't really know anyone in my family named Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> As for Lana, well, better luck. Yeah, no one named anything. Lana. Mm. Yeah. Right. Moving on. What's going on, Kangarooters? Can you hear, a.k.a. the unicorn? I've got a bit of a fucking carry-on for you. Why the fuck is it completely acceptable for large mining companies to advertise women-only jobs? No men allowed. Basically, unless you've got a set of tits, don't bother applying. How is that not discrimination? Could you cunts imagine the uproar if they posted the same job ad and said no women allowed to apply, men only? The lesbian feminist cunts would tear out of their fucking teepees, brandishing their meat replacement dildos in fury. <laughs> and why the fuck would these cunts want to hire yet another pink steel cap cock tee with makeup packed on like a fresh fucking wheel baron that's only going to go and complain the second she gets offended by the lad's banter? It's fucking bullshit, I reckon. Equal opportunity, my ass. Anyway, I'll leave you with this. How do you know if your miso is dead? The sex is the same, but the dishes keep piling up. <laughs> Hope you trip over Randy's footlong and land in a bucket of mud crabs, you cunt. <laughs> what a beauty. I'm glad that come from a, a woman. Yeah. I think that's why we can leave it in. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, oi, I, I've got nothing against females in, in, the, uh, in the industry. But in I, any industry. No, fucking go for it. If you're the best person for that role, then you should get it. Yeah, I, it just really shits me. It's not even just women; it's to do with race. Like you have to be a certain race. Like they they put um, job roles out, and you have to be a certain race to apply, or you have to be um, a certain gender to apply. I think that's fucked. I reckon fair enough if you've got quotas that you want to try and achieve. If you've got two people at the final stage, and you both got equal. Um, equal skills and equal experience and it's the only deciding factor is you might be a female which gets you over the line i can probably be happy with that but it fucking really shits me when you see two people apply for a job and either gender or race just gets you there without any other qualification i think the thing about it sadly is they must get like grants or something like that yeah to um for hiring those sort of people. That's right, for specific types. And I won't name any company names, but there's even here around this area, they want to make it up to like a almost a 50, 50% mm. um, women to males. Yeah. So, and, 
And see, the thing is for me as well. Like, it's hard going for males sometimes, some of the work. So yeah. I don't, I do not get why women are encouraged to do those jobs unless they are physically fit to do it. Yeah. Because there's I, blokes that are definitely not even physically fit to do it. And I, I also feel like, you, like, because she's just applying for a job, right? And mm. she gets that job. She shouldn't be scrutinised for getting that job because she just applied for a job. However, you can't tell me that there isn't one person out there that's already off that person because they got a job that was already oh. made from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where if they get a job off their own bat, yeah, that like just applied for a job was the best partic- like best person that applied for it, and they get that job, they're going to have the respect of that community more. Not. Oh, oh, that's the bloke, or that's the that's shield the that got one, that yeah. job because they were this or they were that. If you want to have fucking equality, get rid of that shit because yep. that is dividing people. And you're thinking you're doing the right thing, but straight away it's drawing a line in the sand of who can apply for something and who can't. And it's just yeah, going on about equality, start making things the same for everyone. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it changes because it's like. Yeah, it's got to be up, 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 manager, the government. Oh, it's not going to change. Politicians, all that sort of shit. It's not going to change, but it's just there, and I agree with her. Like I'm, like I said, I just want to make it a point out there that mm. I reckon every single person on earth should be allowed to apply for every job and do every job. Yeah. yeah. However, you should get a job because you are the best person that applies for it. Yeah, I personally applied for a job a year or two ago, and then they rang me back and said, hey, um, interview dates this, we just need to know what tribe you're from. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise it didn't say anything in the title that it, it was um, yeah. an Indigenous job. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was where that conversation ended. Yeah, right. I'm like, well, thanks for wasting a half an hour of my time because it wasn't even in the fucking description. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, Indigenous people, unreal. It's awesome to see them getting jobs in, the, in, in, in any field, but also feel the same with that sort of thing as well. If they're the best person for that role. Hundred percent. Fucking oath. It's awesome, but yeah, I just feel like if we want to all be treated the same and equality and all that stuff, get rid of the get rid of the changes between us because that creates racism and shit like that. That's what I reckon. Yeah, they're not they're not trying to deal with it. They're just they're causing it. I reckon those things are what keeps people. This isn't myself. I I just mean I know for a fact that those sort of things are what keeps that keeps that fucking animosity between people. Fuck it all off and yeah. just... That's right. Best person for the job because how many times have we seen um, the son or the exactly. nephew or exactly. someone like that and they definitely weren't the right person That's right. That so it's not even a gender or a race thing. It's that as well. Just, someone's son or someone's nephew or fucking someone's mate's daughter or someone's mate's son. Yeah. That is all the shit that creates a fucked workplace. Yeah. 100%. So I think it's an important one to talk about. And, like, that's one of those things that people don't talk about because they're afraid someone will crack the shit. Well, you but- can't really sometimes have these conversations at work because it oh, gets, gets taken the wrong way. Yeah. Old mate sitting in the corner of the crib room and he goes running back into the office. This is what they're talking about. Exactly. About Billy Bob or whatever. Yeah. No, that's right. But anyway, that's our views on it. And fucking, yeah. Cheers, scan you, your wild unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Alrighty, boys. It's uh, G'day, folks. It's uh, Jimbo James here. The biggest well, hits yeah. in all the western suburbs. Anyway, boys. Bit of a carry-on for you. I was about 16 at the stage. Um, we're driving in my mate's Nissan Pulsar at the old 7-Eleven. And um, there was these three real fucking dirty birds, mate. Oh. 
Anyway, I picked the one, the fucking toad with curly hair. I picked that, and uh, my mate's like, are you sure you want to fuck this thing? And I said, yeah, mate. I've got no fucking standards. And um, so I took her home, brought her in my old single mattress. It was a king single at the time. A couple of of broken flats in the middle, so she was a quarter pipe. Quarter pipe. And um, I dropped in on this fucking toe of a thing. And um, she's like, oh, are you going to love me after this? And I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this? Oh my god! I made it. Just going to put a pillow on the ground and a uh, bit of a doona. And she goes, "Oh, what are you doing down there?" And I said, "Oh, I'm just training for the fucking army." <laughs> <laughs> and um, she goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "Dude, I'm joining the fucking army in two weeks." <laughs> and um, that's the fuck how you get out of policing with a real dog of a thing. Anyway, uh, call me back if you want part two. How good's that? He re- he's, he's hit the floor and reckons, oh, I'm training for the, the army. army. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Imagine that getting home. Yeah, Dale, I've got a king. I've got a king, mate. Yeah, you, yeah. you wait, get in there. Oh, yeah, king single. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he reckon? A couple of slats dropped that, in on the quarter yeah, pipe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Good shit. Moving on. Bit of a carry on here, fellas. Westwood, uh, west of Rocky, travelling uh, behind a couple of Brahmins, travelling first class, got a coal train heading out to be loaded. Bloody dude, you know, it makes you feel patriotic as a Queenslander. Keep the fucking wheels turning, boys, you know? The only two industries that make any fucking money for this country is agriculture and mining. We'd be fucked without you. Just keep it going, hey, right, right, Have a beer, right? Bye. Tra- Travel past that Westwood plenty of times and mm. know where you're at while you call, mate. That's good. Yeah. Uh, they fucking are an important part of our... Farming you know, and mining, yep. Fucking oath. It's a big part of, like you said... Australia. Exactly. So all the fucking do-gooders driving around in their car blowing soot out, blaming mining. Shut blaming the fuck mining. up. That's right. Right, if not. <laughs> I want to get on a rant yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, g'day boys, it's the uh, Beast from the South East here again. The uh, Beast! Listening to your uh, carry-on about the anchovies and uh, just just jogged me memory. There's a bit of a saying I like to live by and it's been passed down for a few generations. But uh, the old man said to me when I was, you know, growing up, he said, son, if you can smell it before you see it, fucking don't eat it. <laughs> Stay out of yourselves, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I wouldn't have eaten half the seafood I've eaten. Oh, that's a hard one too, though, because something smells prime a lot of the times. Like I reckon if it smells bad before you can see yeah, it, because yeah, yeah. like you smell the aroma of a fucking roast in the oh, oven. Oh, but just bacon, mate. Someone's cooking bacon. Mm. Oh yeah, that is one of the all-time smells. Surely vegans go. Oh fuck. I wish I wasn't a fucking... Surely there's a vegan... I almost said the F word. That grabs... Um, surely yeah. there's a vegan that grabs a bit of bacon, holds it under their snout, and, and sniffs, sniffs it, it while they eat a bit of fucking oats beyond, or something. Beyond beef. Mm. That... There was a bloke who put in the carry-on group. Um, he bought a packet of fucking vegan jerky by accident. Oh, yeah. It just said jerky, and yeah, in yeah. smaller writing... Like, it was obvious on there, but like, in a rush, you'd be like, oh, yeah, a bit of jerky. And... uh he put it on there and 
you know, saying what a carry-on. I agree. It should be fucking illegal to name something jerky when it is not meat. Yeah. Should yeah. be fucking dehydrated plant. Yeah. Teriyaki-flavoured flavored plant. It should not be jerky, mate. Jerky is dehydrated meat. i got that rule carnival blog I follow, that Dr. Paul oh, starts with an S. Sorry, guys, I don't have that. But um, he was saying how um, salary can make you sunburnt. Really? Yeah, something like that. Some, salary some, can make Some you toxic sunburnt. sort of thing in there can, um, yeah, make you sunburnt. There you go. Celery. So stay away from fucking celery. I don't know. I'm a big fan of celery for like soups and shit like yeah, that. It's a yeah. good filler. In your Bloody Mary. Sort of takes on the flavour of whatever you put it with. Bit good, of texture. Good dipping a bit of hummus into it. Mm. That's, that's a fucking like vegan feed. I haven't seen one. Yeah, I hummus and fucking Grape celery. Get right around that. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> on. Here's a carry on for you boys a while back. Me and the boys, you know, out fucking went out on the town and and ended up at a nightclub and there's this fucking heavy treader, mate. She was keen as mustard. I thought, oh, you know, said to the boys, fuck it, give me half a dozen more and I'll, you know, I'll end up taking it home and riding this game. <laughs> anyway, it all went, all went to plan, get home, fuck it, to the motel. I went in there to fucking choke him and half chub him up to get him, get him going, you know what I mean? And comes out, she is, she is, fucking doggy ready to rock and roll, just sourced up, fucking ready to go. Anyway, Fuck a couple of pumps deep and fucking oh, smell this waft of fucking shit. Every pump in, boys, is just a waft of fucking shit. So, you know, as we do, turn the old head to the side and held the breath for every pump in and kept going till I drained my spuds and fucking out I went. So, I was wondering, boys, is using the same boat? Would you do the same or would you just pack her up? Yeah, I love licking freckle, but that's one fucking freckle that I wouldn't go near. <laughs> that dirty little balloon knot just needs a real good fucking going over and tidy it up. <laughs> right, boys, love your work. Over and out. I forgot about the old balloon knot. <laughs> Is there a better way to describe an asshole? A, a, a balloon, balloon knot. knot. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you got to do what you got to do in those situations. Oh, you're there already, aren't you? Yeah. You just grit the teeth and get it done. Yeah. Mama didn't raise no quitter. Yeah. Yeah. No, good on you. Getting the job done. Good on her too. Getting in there, getting amongst it. Maybe wash your dot. But Yeah. If you're heading in to clean yourself up, go for a shower. Both go for a shower. Even if they're a 10 out of 10, if you're going home from the disco, you don't know what the fucking pre-shot's been, if it's been races, Fucking yeah, that's girls right. day out. If Who knows where they've been? If you're going back to the room and there's anything to do with a freckle happening, go shower, have shower, a shower. shower go have a shower. But no one's doing that fucking game plan sometimes. But oi, it's all well and good though if you're not going downtown. If you're just going pound town, it's all <laughs> yeah, good. that's right. But uh, pick yeah. your town. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that's right. Just <laughs> the balloon, not the balloon. <laughs> Moving on. Good rooting yarn that. <clears throat> How's it going, boys? Um, I'm a Tom, but I'm working in South Wales. Uh, I haven't seen anyone kiss their dad yet, so I'm not really sure what all that's about. <laughs> um, bit of advice for the fella uh, with his complications with his mother-in-law. Uh, they say you don't you don't marry your wife, you marry her and her family. That's bit of advice right. the old man gave for me. Uh, bit of a carry-on for you. Um, 
I'm out here in New South Wales, probably fucking three hours from the nearest airport, but more importantly, three hours from my nearest cold one. Uh, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Feels like I've had my throat cut. Um, yeah, any advice would be grand. Also, why is everything out here want to fucking kill me? Feel like a paranoid schizophrenic. Um, always looking over my shoulder for snakes and shit like that. Um, but yeah, any eye openers would be grand. Cheers, lads. Big fan of the podcast. Keep dogging it in. Cheers, bro. That's a great bit of advice, though. You do, if you're proper getting with a shield up, same with shields with blokes. It's not just getting with a shield. If you're getting with someone in there and it's like a stage of your life where it's a serious thing, fucking go and meet a family, man, because that's the rest of your, that's the rest of, until they're dead anyway. That's right, and I think, and you got to be clear with fucking what your intentions are. Hey, I'm actually trying to find something now, or hey, this is just a fucking fling. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. But if it is a serious thing, that is a massive thing to take into account, her family. Yeah. And his family, you know, for the Sheila's listening. And Um, sometimes the chick might be right, but the fucking family's not, and somehow they'll just drive you away from her. I think it'd be easier to deal with if you lived, like, hours away. But if you yeah. were like in the same town living with yeah, her, it was yeah. like a weekly thing. But you, you went got, over for fucking lunch and did all this shit. But how many times do you see that it's all working well while you've lived away or whatever, and the family's that? But you start having kids, and they want to migrate back to the family to have help with the kids, and then there's a point where you go, "Hoy, yeah, a lot of fucking shit." All I can say is that I've definitely taken that into account. My fucking in-laws are like my. Mum yeah. and dad. It's like a I think second. we're both fucking laughing. Exactly. It's literally a second mum and dad to me. Like, oh, I'm so. But we cunt. both experienced the opposite end of it, too. Oh. oh. Like, just with younger stuff going, fuck that. Yeah, mate. In previous, that's like half the reason a lot of one of the earlier ones, I just was like, not the only reason, but one of the factors that I was like, oh, I'm not dealing with this pelican for the rest of my life. Yeah. So, like I said, if you find one. And they've got a good family. Fucking hold on to that because it is hard to find. What did he say? He's in Australia. Too. I think he's down in uh, New South Wales, and he said he was like three hours in the middle of nowhere. Like, what to do? I'm like, you sort of need to give us a bit more fucking stuff to work. But everything with is trying to kill you here. I was on the phone to Tom the other day. This is fucking true yarn. Oh, that's right. True yarn. Vegan. I, I walked down to the dam just off the veranda, and I snapped a stick as I was on the phone because I'm like, oh, okay, put that back on the fireplace. Like trying to clean up a little bit. And there was an Eastern Brown, fucking not even three foot from me, my ankle, and it's reared up. And I've said to Tom, I've got to go, and uh, went to go fucking find, um, well, a device to, to, a to, device to relocate to, uh, it. Yeah, a device to relocate it to heaven. <laughs> No, <laughs> but anyway, I couldn't find the cunt again. But yeah, you're not wrong. That scared the shit out of me because I'm like, fuck, that was so close. I'm like, something stopped me from going to me Bucksway again the other week. Yeah, but That's- yeah, it was in the full striking mode, and I haven't seen one that close to the house in quite a while. I suppose you don't think about it, do you? The fact that because it's just you know, I bumped into a big red belly black at home the other day or whatever stuff like that, but. I think we'd be right being where we are if you got onto it straight away, but just the potential of cruising around in your thongs at your own house on the phone to your mate, you could die. That's right. 
That's just pretty loose. Like if that snake went, but hit you on the ankle, and for some reason you couldn't get on to someone or whatever, or you didn't notice. I think you would notice, but you know how you hear those yeah, people have that have that. done their gardening it's and like that scraped over them or something, or like they didn't think they actually got bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, kick me foot on that, or a bit of splinter, or something like that. No, it is. It is pretty wild. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's. I laugh at Canadians, and I don't even know if it's Americans, but. Canadians that say, "Oh, it's wild over there." It's like, "Fuck you!" But you got fucking grizzly bears, bigger you animals. Got bears, mountain lions, wolves. I'd fucking much rather battle an eastern brown than a fucking grizzly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lisa, we can go camping here, and and the snake can't get into your tent. No, that's right. The fucking grizzly can <laughs> easily. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um. It is wild though. There's some very dangerous shit. I'd hate to get bit by a snake, but because I think you bleed out of your eyes, don't you? Oh, I think it depends what what hits you. But like some snakes, proper like break down your insides, paralyze, start yeah, paralyzing you like that. I think yeah, oh, it's pretty wild. That's why I went to that Australia Zoo, and I'm not like I said, snakes don't really bother me. I'm just obviously I'm like oh fuck you, but they don't like give me the creeps like some people. But I tell you what, going through that Australia Zoo. And looking up close at all the dangerous snakes, like yeah. you're looking at your red belly black, your, your eastern brown, your taipan, and you're looking at these fuckers and you're like, that is a fucking mean cunt of an animal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm, I've got a full phobia of them, but if I can't see them and they sneak up on me, which happens every fucking time, yeah. then yeah. I am not a fan. Yep. Ah, for sure. All right, moving on. Boys, uh, big red here. Uh, big red. A little bit of a carry on for you. Um, my carry on is folks that you're working with all day, uh, you know, the big day, and it comes lunchtime, them cunts will head off to the fucking corner shop or the bakery or whatever, what have you. They'll head off there and grab themselves a feed and won't fucking offer you for a if you want to feed or not. I think that's a bit of a carry-on, you know. Boys having a hard day and they just duck off, fuck off, grab themselves a feed and come back, have a fucking cheese and bacon pie and what have you, and just <laughs> eat it in front of you as if you never fucking wanted a feed like that, you know what I mean? Anyway, boys, you have yourself a good one. Uh, stay out of each other. Take it easy. And if she's easy, take her own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that depends on the work environment. Yeah, if you're like a tight, small crew or something. Yeah, 100%. yeah. That's like where we are now. Like, we're a fair way from the servo or whatever. And every now and again, you know, we'll do like a weekly thing where one of the boys will zip off to the servo and then everyone's getting something. Yeah. But if you're in a shutdown environment and you got fuckers everywhere and that, you're like, where do you stop? Yeah, that's right. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It is. But I agree. If you're in a small, like, close-knit work group and you're heading off to grab something, it's like, right, boys, does anyone want a coffee or a Coke or fucking? Yeah, normally, yeah, my little thing is, like, go to the server or whatever and someone's in the car or working with, I'd always just get that second drink. Yeah. Maybe not food-wise, but I'd always go, oh, you know, the two for whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. always go, oh, here you go, mate, here's a drink if you want it. Yeah, If yeah. not, I'll put it in the fridge when I get back and fucking... Yeah. Yeah, but no, it definitely depends, I think, that one, on, on your fucking environment you're working in. You're not just fucking buying some random you met that Yeah, day you'd hate that if you're a group of three and almost just ducked off. 
and, and yeah. he's just still working or whatever, and you go, and he's just where gnaw- do you go? He's just gnawing. Enjoy that it. foot long. Fuck yourself with the other six inch. Yeah, that's right. Hundred <laughs> percent. Boys, long time listener, first time caller. It's the fucking Aussie Mozzie here, mate. Itchy Mitchy. Never been to Wollongong, but they've got the biggest dong since Randy Footlong, and his name is Russell the Meat Muscle. <laughs> now, I've got a fucking carry-on for you. Before I start, I do not fucking judge any cunts on what they want to do. People can do what they want. I could not care fucking less, but you can't change my opinion. I'm not going to try and change yours, but I've got a fucking spit of yarn. I was in the supermarket, just minding my own business, doing the groceries. I just had my basket in my hand and a little toddler comes up, fucking bumps into my basket, falls over, carries on because he's fucking walking around on his mum or dad's iPhone, iPad, whatever it fucking is. And the mum has the audacity to have a go at me. Fucking, oh, you need to be aware of your surroundings. You're a grown-up. Like, I said, I was calm at the start, though. I was just standing there, love. I'm not. The, I was just standing there, and he fuck. He walked into me. Blah blah blah. Carrying on, and the fucking old boy comes up, and he gets gets involved. Oh, what's going on? And my only fucking point of this is technology is fucking kids. When I was younger, it's, you go outside, you fucking climb trees, you fall out of them, and you cry. You don't fucking cry because you're fucking lost in a video game, or you're broken your phone screen, you fucking wet dogs. And it's just fucked. I don't know how parents are going to be happy with their kids just being inside on, um, on you know, Xbox, like fucking whatever video game fucking shit it is, but something, surely it's not, I don't think it's right. Schools might be fucking killing these kids by giving them laptops and iPads, but like, I don't know how it is for you boys up in up in Queensland. I know you guys have families and and little kids, but I'm sure you guys are on the same on the same page as me. Like, it's getting out of control. Not even for just kids, but for everyone. Like, you you, you go out and everyone's just looking down at their phones. I know they're a big thing, but fuck me dead. They are just taking over society. But the kids are the biggest problem. You don't see kids ride. We used to fucking ride our push bikes two hours to our mate's house. If they're not home, oh, fuck, you turn around and ride back. Get out. Get outside and do shit. Go and fucking break your arm. Fucking lick a snake's face or something. Just do something <laughs> productive outside. It's all, you know, good and well to have a bit of a fucking play around on an Xbox or something, but yeah, that's my carry-on. And I just wanted to add something as well. Listening to the podcast last night, can't remember which episode, the missus is there and you're talking about the big old ball bag swinging and hitting the fucking clit in doggy. Mate, she's right there. She looks over and goes, that's fucking true. She loves it. Little ball tickle. <laughs> anyway, boys, that's me for the day. Stay ahead of yourselves and get a fucking dog up ya. Catch ya. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think we're guilty of fucking always being on our phones. I don't have a choice. Yeah. The way, like, with all this shit that's going on at the moment, this whole sort of business is on a fucking phone. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the way that society is going, 
they're making it so like a lot of places now you have to order on your phone. Like out of these restaurants, that's right. You're not even especially not even with allowed. the Weezer through, yeah. through the Weezer shit. They've made it so you don't have to interact with people even more than it was. And sometimes I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sometimes it's good, but, I mean, I definitely get where you're coming from. Why is a kid on an iPad wandering around the shops? Fuck me. No, that's right. I So this is a – it's such a fucking hard one there because I can see – like, trust me, I can see where someone's coming from. They're going, the kid's quiet. Like, I just shut them up, give them an iPad, and that way I can do the shopping in peace. But it comes to a thing where if that kid is now reliant on that fucking iPad to not be a little asshole, then that's no good, is it? No. You know, I and I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, like, either. My son's three and a bit. He's got a – we've got a tablet for him at home. But, like, through the week, the missus has, like, a bit of a timetable thing where on the daycare days and that he doesn't have it. And, like, of an evening, on the weekend or something, you just – he has a bit of tablet time where he gets to – where he gets to do that and try and make sure when I'm home as well, I do what I can to be outside with him. Oi, sometimes when shit's hitting the fan – it's a fucking great tool to be like, here, watch this while we get some shit done. You know, yeah. which may not be the right way to do it, but fuck me, man. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, it's 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 such it's so hard because society is literally making it nearly impossible to not have a phone. Yeah. Like, could you imagine not having a phone and trying to just... Oh, mate, I, I see it myself. When I don't have to have my phone on me, it's almost my happiest at the moment. Oh yeah, when, but I've constantly got that anxiety that I've missed a message or um or someone's miscalled or something like that. When yeah. I know I'm like, I'll purposely start doing trips where I can go. I'm out of service. Mm. <laughs> like, That's like, like go fishing for the day. Well, going, oh, cu- that brings me joy. Yeah, like I um and like I said, because of what we're doing here, I've got to be on my phone heaps. But yeah, it's uh yeah, just with the kid thing, I agree, man. It, you people who and I'm not saying that's. I just want to say that. Ours does have one, but, I mean, I think it's all about just making sure that they're not reliant on it in those situations. Like, make the kid know that sometimes you've got to go to the shops and it's going to be boring. Yep. And that's just a part of it. Walk around with mum or dad or sit in that thing and do it. I reckon car trips, fucking oath, you know, because even yeah. that was like the start of it all when you bought those DVD players for the back of the headsets that's for the right. kids to Shut be the driving. kids up for the six-hour drive. Which, sweet as, if you're strapped in a seat, fucking go for it. I reckon that's a great time for a tablet. But they need to realise that sometimes things are boring and they can't just watch a movie whenever shit's boring. Yeah. I think that's the start of fucking raising people right. But, look, everyone's got their own ways of doing shit. But for the most part, mate, I definitely agree with you. And uh, like, I would have fed it to the parents with that kid. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you said, Cam, I those times where I go out to like Springshore or a couple of blocks that we got to go hunting on, and there is no service. Yep, to be out to just turn your phone off and leave it in the glove box of the car, knowing that there's no point looking at it. There's no service. That is when you are most just clear headed. I reckon that's right. This, that's living. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking living. <laughs> It'd be wild now. I'd have to set up fucking all kinds of shit before we fucking go. Fucking satellite. <laughs> That's right. Elon, fucking <laughs> pinpoint this for us. Yeah, fly, fry his chip. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it, is, it is a hard one, brother. Moving on. Righto, lads. I've got a fucking bit of a vegan yarn for you. Maybe a bit of extra mayo. I was trying to get the uh, the young apprentice to ring it up because it's just fucking too good to be true. 
Now, he just finished his bloody footy career, or footy fucking season or whatever it is, and this cunt is he's like, yep, the boys have been out Mad Monday, and they had the all-time cock-off, but with a twist. So one bloke had the biggest set of nuts, and one cunt had the biggest dick in the team, right? So to see who had the biggest out of the lot, they did the displacement challenge. So they filled up a glass of water, dipped their nuts or cock into the water and displaced the amount of water to see who had it and then lined it up and just said, yep, righto, Joe wins. You got the biggest cock. Just want to know, have you can't done anything fucking bit wild like that on your buddy Mad Mondays, Mad Sundays? Anyway, see you later. Fuck, that's funny. So they've filled it up to the brim. Our mate's dipped his chumbus in there and our mate's dipped his nuts in. Yeah, yeah. And then whichever was the most water gone mate. won. That's Whatever you funny. just flew into there with a bit mm. of a splash. Mm, yeah, well, I suppose you would have had to slowly dip it in. Judge is closely there. No. Yeah. But uh, I think that was an, must be an AFL thing, that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've never been around. Yeah, they that. use shot glasses too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's funny. No, I've never had a cock off. I would definitely lose that. Yeah, so, I remember at school back in the day, we were fucking went in there with the fucking ruler or whatever, and you had like a couple of girls that were intrigued or whatever, and you always just put mayo on it. Oh, oh nowhere even near the fucking thing. Measure from your yeah. fucking back of your nuts. Fucking old mate, he's got fucking this, and the girls be all giggling. What do you got? And got them to run in. Measure theirs. <laughs> Can't say I've ever done that. Must be that Catholic school thing. <laughs> yeah. I just said, cult. I said, the real is not going to do. Get me a tape measure. <laughs> what yeah. have you done, Randy? Unreal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Beautiful. Randy wants to meet a straight edge. <laughs> there we go. Hey, boys, I've got a bit of a fucking carry on for you. It's about the shit in the trough. <laughs> fucking. Me and the boys, the big Saturday night. Anyway, finished up. The next morning, we decided to go for a swim, man, the boys. Anyway, my mate's like, i got a shit. Anyone got toilet paper? And we're like, oh, nothing, bring it. Like, just fucking drop one in the fucking water. Anyway, this cunt proceeds to shit in the water. Fucking ass exposed, drops the log. And then next minute, he's fucking playing with it with his toe. Oh. Snaps it with his toe and then proceeds to throw it at us. Oh. Now, that's fucked. That's a monkey. Anyway, save it up. Fuck, go hard or go home. That's fucking... That's crook. <laughs> that's fucking hectic. Isn't it? The aqua is a great way to get it done. If you are, like, in summer... In the ocean. camping in the ocean. Yeah. And there's a big current that's going to piss it off. Just yep. going for a wade, dropping one, letting it float upstream, the big blind mullet. <laughs> the boys are saying there's a shut fucking start of this year and our mate um, had the shits literally and was leaving anyway and he's taking a big shit on the piping behind the fucking permit sign-on. Really? Yep. Mate, and one of the boys just discovered it, just a big human shit. Oh. And then, and then um, our mate didn't rock up the next day so they blamed him. Wow. And just left the shut. Mate, there's blokes that 
like enjoy shitting around everyone. It's like they don't feel any any shame or there's nothing weird about it. They just shit. Like yeah, yeah. they don't care if someone's looking at their puckered ring yeah. as they're pushing it out. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but for instance, like filth used to love it. That yeah. bloke used to just shit everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And um I still remember I'm not gonna name who it was, but me and a mate and our old boys were up fishing up at Keppel Creek one time. Mm. And uh we were camping there and it was low tide and you can walk around everywhere at low tide. So we were walking up to this hole that holds a heap of barra and shit to flick some lures right. And my mate's old boy was at the back of the line and we were all walking along. And anyway, he goes, oh, boys, looked around. He was pants down, freckle pointed at us. As we've turned, he just shot this turd out. Oh, no. Just went and just shot her out into the water and we just went, ah. Yeah, like, fuck, that's yeah. Grub. Like, what? And it's one of those things that's not like, oh, you looked. It's like he has timed it. So as we have spun and eyes have locked, turd is coming out. And we've just all just been hit with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, you grub. Yeah. Oh, mate. Just, just been flashed. Yeah, the just been hit. No, no. <laughs> it's just those blokes out there, eh? Like that, like that phase that all the boys get around with the Snapchat. Like, good morning Snapchat of just oh, the, the fucking absolute grog bog of the Monday morning. Yeah. It's like, cheers for that. Don't get any ideas even. Yeah, that's country. right. You grubs. I haven't, I've honestly, I might as well delete Snapchat. I've had to get rid of, like, I'm honestly at the point, man, where once we get a fluffer on that will be handling our socials, I'm getting rid of my social media. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't it. get it. I haven't looked at my own for that long. I know. Anyway, moving on. Tommy, Cambo, listeners of the Alpha Blokes podcast, this is your fucking captain speaking, here with a little fucking recommendation. A couple of podcasts back, there was a little bit of mention about fucking waxing or shaving or getting rid of fucking body hair. Now, the captain can happily fucking recommend to you, get a wax. Get a wax. It's not bad at all. In fact, you won't fucking believe this. Getting the fucking ring waxed? is the least painful part of the process. So, if you've got a missus that doesn't mind fucking going up the dirt track, fucking you can give it a go. Captain, there you go. Have you ever actually had the dirt waxed? No. No. We need to do it one day. Just just even... go in for the full back sack and crack. Get the little vlog. I think we've said it before, but if there's anyone here locally, we'll come in. Oh, we right. will come in. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. will fucking get it tidied. So it if actually, you're a, I don't, I don't care if it's a bloke or a chick, if you're into cool. fucking doing bikinis, like professionally, you got to have a fucking. Isn't it a Brazilian? A Brazilian. Or a back cracking sack. I yeah, don't yeah. want to get me back. I don't no, get I don't want to get back. Just it's just like ring. Ring and ass. Ring and ass. Yeah. Yeah, right. Jeez, that'd be But wild. I think once you do it, you got to keep it going. Why? Isn't it a new hair follicle that grows? Oh, I don't know. I think that's let shaving. Let us know. That's shaving though, where it comes from. If back you want to fucking wax our dots, let us know. For free. Yeah, for free because this I'm is not paying. a trial period. Trial. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm not paying to get my ring waxed. If someone wants to see that and pays it, then I might think about it. Go find me for Tommy's ring to get waxed. Oh, hell, it's just me now. You're <laughs> definitely going. Oh, I said I'd go in. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. want it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, no, we have to go in. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Stop it. Do we have to go? <laughs> All right, moving on. 
Fuck that. G'day, you alpha blokes. It's your uh, WA warrior over here. Uh, I was just listening to your podcast before, and um, I was listening about the the uni, uh, going to uni or doing a trade. And um, I've always wanted to be a Sparky, personally, a little, uh, little cable licker. Sorry but, about um, that, mate. I, I, I decided that uh, I wanted to get into mining. I'm in mining currently. I'm only 19, but, uh, yeah, I'm in mining currently. And uh, it's actually been good being up here because you, you make a lot of relationships, and it's very important up in mining, as you boys would know. And um, it's, it's good because you can, you can get into different things, like you're saying, with the fitting and, you know, on... And all that, and all that stuff. If you don't know what you want to do, and you want to make a lot of money while thinking about it, try and get into mining into an entry level. You know, being a nipper or whatever. I'm, I'm in underground, so you know, nipper truck, whatever. But yeah, I made relationships up here to you know start you know doing my electrical apprenticeship on the site, earning better money on site doing apprenticeship. And you know, even if you did want to go to uni, and you know you want to wait a few years, get into mining, make some bulk cash, and then you know do do what you want with it you know travel and figure out what you want to do but yeah i just thought i would touch on that boys you're doing a great job love your work fuck help me get through a 12-hour day boys love you bye cheers mate i thought oh yeah and a lot of i feel like a lot of the chat probably comes across as us being negative about mining which which isn't the case it's just i believe like it for me personally it's not a long-term thing that i want to do in saying that like he said then like we talked about the other day, if you don't know what you got to do, it's a great way to start doing something, earn a heap of money to put towards something else you want to do instead of just going to give uni a go and getting a debt, you know? That's right. I can help out with that hex debt anyway. 100%. Like he said, if you go mining for a year or two and then decide you really want to do something at uni, fuck me, you've nearly got your hex debt paid already. Yep. Don't you? So uh, that's a great point, bro. And um, like I said, I really don't want to come across as just all negative to do with mining. It's definitely provides some opportunities. Like it's you can really set yourself up. Exactly. Like it's I've got to fucking give it to mining. Like for supporting me over the last however many years, it's fucking provided me and my family with what I've needed. Yeah, definitely. you know, and it's continuing to do so right now. So um, yeah, it's just I just reckon if you're going in there and you don't. You're not passionate about it. Just fucking use that seven on seven off time to earn some money and really put towards what you actually want to do with your life. Yeah, you'll find out if it works for you or if it doesn't. That's right. Exactly. All right, moving on. Yeah, bloody good old guys. Big, uh, big wing walker here. Mate, I've got a bit of a fucking carry on, eh? So I took me fucking ute there. 5,000 k's ago for a service. Local mechanic here in town. Good, good gun. Good at what they do. Anyway, fucking last time I went in there, $303. Fucking thanks for coming. Job done. Fucking happy days. Fucking couple of months down the track, you know. Rack up another 5,000 on her. Take her in for another service. 431 fucking dollars. I thought, get fucked. Anyway, after a bit of a fucking, you know, a bit of a discussion of why it was so dear and price of everything going up, as we can all understand, I said, you know what you can do, cunt? He said, what's that? I said, you can do what a fucking duck can't do. You can stick your fucking bill up your ass. <laughs> anyway, I paid the cunt because I'm a good cunt. Yeah, I just thought that's fuck. That's just fucking rude. Anyway, i got a joke for you. That little Johnny sitting out on his top step one day and mum's in the, in the kitchen there doing the washing up, looking out the window. 
Anyhow, Johnny would pop a tic-tac, fucking give the cat a lick, move down a step. Pop a tic-tac, fucking lick the cat, move down a step. Anyway, this went on four or five fucking trips down the steps, you know. Mum went out and said, Johnny, what are you doing? Johnny said, well, when I grow up, I want to be a fucking truck driver, so I'm practising. She said, what do you mean? He said, I'm popping pills, licking pussy, and moving on. <laughs> Put that one in your fucking Google there, boys. That's a fucking, beauty. Uh, take it easy. <laughs> Stay out of yourself. Fucking over. Uh, that's awesome, isn't it? Fucking over. <laughs> I think I've heard that one before, but I fucking didn't remember. Yeah, I haven't. That's good. Haven't you? Yeah, yeah. that's fucking, it is a beauty, though, isn't it? <laughs> and, yeah, just that, that price thing, man, it is fucked. Just the price of everything now, except for our wages. We've covered it more. Well, I don't want to sound like a broken no, record. It's so. Inflation, yeah. It's bullshit. Right on. Hi, my name is Frosty. I'm calling from the UK. Uh, my friends call me the javelin because I'm fucking built like a broad bean. <laughs> but I've, uh, I've got a half decent story for you. I was uh, in my first year of university and I was coming back from night out and I was fucking blackout drunk. And uh, my mate's uh, flatmate came up to me and she was like, oh, I'll walk home. He'll be okay with me. So my, my flatmate let me go and went back with her. And so, you know, we went back, did the deed. I don't really remember anything of it. All I remember is uh, waking up at about 4 or 5 a.m. And, uh, I, you know, I have a little wonder to the, uh, to the ensuite of her, um, of her university halls room. And I go for a wee. You know, I have a little fucking cheeky piss and I go out, to, you know, go out to bed, go out to sleep, happy days. Wake up in the morning being turfed out by her and two of her flatmates going, get the fuck out of my flat. Here are your clothes. Go get dressed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And, you know, that, you know, I'm just like, holy shit, like, you know, what have I done? Like, what's gone wrong? Like, what's happened? And as I'm walking out of uh, her room into the, you know, the hallway of the flat, my mate comes up to me, who lives in the same flat, and he comes up to me and goes, did you fucking miss the door or something? And I was like, what do you mean? Turns out that I thought her toilet was actually the door to her ensuite. So I actually ended up pissing all over the door to her ensuite and all over the carpet floor of her bedroom instead of in the toilet which was a bit of a fucking disaster. And uh, I fucking left, walked home. Oh, the old fucking thing cut him off, but that's dramas, isn't it? Pissing all over the door and the carpet in a room. Yeah. Oh. We've all I, done it. I actually haven't, man. You haven't pissed randomly somewhere? Nah, well, here's, I haven't been pulled up on it. I, yeah, I, yeah. But, I mean, it's not a common thing for me anyway. Like, I don't think that I have done that. Yeah. But it seems to be very common, doesn't it? Oh, just for me, like working in mine and that different camp rooms, different fucking houses I've lived in, shit like that. I'm mm. fucking pissing some random places. <laughs> Definitely, if you've been on the piss, yeah, for sure, <laughs> including your mattress. <laughs> I did like old fucking old mate like pissing the crisper the other day. That cracked me up. Yeah, that His was camp a, fridge crisper. That was a beauty. I right, move it on. Hey boys, it's uh. Rob the Frog from up in the nursery here. It's got a bit of a carry on um, about the concrete dro- truck drivers. There's uh, a pumpy driver there. I was working in a frizzy there for a bit and go to the pub on a Friday harvest, you do. And uh, 
Bag of jerky or something that he must have been talking about there. Yeah, but um, right, yeah. but yeah, the um, <laughs> that yeah. is a grub. The what sort of quality? Of I cat- don't know how you could just have the audacity to go do that. Yeah, that is a fucking massive. That is a gambling addict, isn't it? Like the fact that old mates just said you're struggling, brother. Here's twenty bucks. Go buy yourself a beer. Grab me one while you're there, and he's just went nah. And just walk straight through. I'll double this. And just hit the bricky's laptop with it. Yeah. Here's yep. a red back copper. Yeah. Fuck, fuck me. Yeah, that is fucking loose. There would have been some firm words, I think. Oh, that's right. Well, I think he shared some of his jerky with him out of that bag. Oh, that's good, yeah. yeah. So I think that's how he paid oh, him back. Oh, it was unreal. Mm, me too. <laughs> Tommy, Cam, you fucking mad rooters. What's going on, boys? Bit of a fucking carry-on. Uh, go back a couple of fucking weeks there, just with the boys, having a bit of a beverage. You know what it's like, boys. We're all uh, three days deep into the mix, sitting around out the back of some cunt's fresco table. Got all the good tunes on this. All the shit you boys were playing the other day, fucking Brightside, Caroline, fucking Horses, you name it, we had it. Yeah, bro. You know, all having a good time. No one's eating in three days. One of the boys who loves a feed goes, oh, fuck, I could go a feed, boys. And someone pulls out a couple of beef jerky packets, right? He fucking smashes them in record time and then turns around and goes, fuck, you got another one of those packets of beef jerky? And my other mate goes, yeah, 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 no worries, give us a sec. Runs in, comes back out with what we reckon's a pack of beef jerky, gives a kind of pack of this. He smashes it in even better record time. And then his mum walks out and goes, who the fuck ate the dog food? And Jacko turns around and goes, oh, sorry, that was Buddha. He ate the smackos. Buddha turns around and goes, hey, well, fucking hell, they weren't too bad. You got another packet? Stay <laughs> <laughs> there, boys. Stay out of yourselves, you fucking mad cunts. <laughs> oh, how good's that? The big fellas just pounded a packet of smackos. Oh, ooh. Good on there. Yeah. Be no lack of flavour, I'd say. Ah, uh, that's right. All types of fucking shit would be in that smacko. Mm. I'd hate to know what is in there. In a smacko dried out. Ooh. It's dehydrated filth. <laughs> uh, great yarn though that mm. Beautiful What's happening you Ex-convict colonialised Kansas Highland heifer hauler Coming at you from the north of Scotland here Aye. Beautiful Well fucking Hearing about this McGang band I might go try myself one once I'm done work tonight <laughs> But fucking I'll tell you A, a yarn for you is, I have a mate I was in uni with uh, an English boy, and uh, 
his nickname was Bam Slag, and his real name is Sam Blag. <laughs> nice uh, play on words, but he did this thing that his mates called the McBam Slag, and I only found out about this the other day. He goes into McDonald's, orders a, I think it was a Malteser McFlurry, mashes it all up. Have we got one of that? Yeah. And then, I can't remember what the fuck it was. Chicken Select and a burger, or no, it was on fucking Chicken Legends. And he would get a Chicken Legend and he would fucking cover it and dip it in this fucking McFlurry, put it in the bun and eat the cut and he thought it was fucking nice. (laughs) That's supposedly his post-young farmer's fucking hangover cure. I went to uni, like Harper Adams Uni, which is a nuts fucking place for a year. I've never fucking seen him have it once, and we must have had about fucking 20 in McDonald's. <laughs> fucking mad looking bastard he is. <laughs> English can't. But I, anyways, and then he also dips chips and fucking uh, in the ice cream. But I've seen that before, that's almost acceptable. Yeah. But fuck it. Oh, like Jesus, like what the fuck? <laughs> but. Aye, anyway, fuckers, stay out of yourselves. Oh, mate, he's Scottish and Irish. Like, I don't want to put you in the same thing, but we always talk about us bonding with the Poms. Yeah. I'd class these blokes as the same. Like, oh, even right. though I struggle to understand you, you're probably the same with us sometimes on the piss. Fuck, you got some good yarns as well. Just Thanks living for... life is fucking... Oh, just the same. Just, just having a laugh. Having a laugh. Don't take yourself too serious. Get on the piss, fucking... And the other thing, like... I feel like I'm a bit on my own here, but I'm not a sweet tooth man. So anyone coming near my burger or fucking chips with ice cream can fuck off. I get around the chips and the soft serve. Oh, I haven't had it for years, but like I think I've said it before. I'll keep saying that too. Mm. Yeah, Singapore, the old sweet and sour sauce sachet, you could actually get soft serve at this Macca's. And, yeah, everyone's just into it with the chips. <laughs> Yeah, see, like, like I said, I'm I'm a minority, I suppose, because so many people are sweet tooths. But like I said, if I get a nice fucking thing of hot chips and some cunt comes near me with ice cream, I'd need a coward punch him. <laughs> Fuck off with that shit. But uh, that's just me anyway. But yeah, thanks for calling in, bro. I think we've got a few to go here. Hey, fellas. Uh, just listening the other day to one of your podcasts. Yeah. talking about old mate that goes to... Um, events without no swag and that. But we used to have a mate, he used to, um, oh, he bought a, a gooseneck, never owned no horses, nothing. It was just our fuck shack. <laughs> yeah, I know the boys used to take a um, swag, just always pick up rodeos, fucking can draft, whatever. Anyway, if you shone a um, blue light through his gooseneck, she would have just been fucking cum stains everywhere. But yeah, poor bloke. See you, How's that for taking one for the boys? Buying a gooseneck and literally taking that, and that was the root and shack. The root and shack. At all the rodeos and camp drafts. That's great. Yeah, good. That's great. That's a fucking brilliant idea. But even if... Keeping yourself undercover. I think that's a great idea. Even if, like, you know, that's that's unreal, the rooting thing. But if you all had a swag and you just took that around and it slept four or five years and you all had a roof over your head and almost like a room, what a great fucking idea. Yeah, that's right. Isn't it? Or just having if you a, are like bull riding and stuff like that, or you are just the roadies going yeah. up, going there. Having an undercover area. Like imagine if it was pissing down rain, you're like, we're sorted, lads. Yeah, tarp over. Yeah. Oh, well, they've got a roof, don't they? 
Yeah, I don't know. If it's Goosenet? Got, oh, yeah, I guess. I don't know if yeah. it's got the fucking vents or sliding windows. But anyway, fucking play on, sir. Moving on. All right, boys, got a bit of a carry-on for you this week. So I woke up this morning, opened the garage to pack me smoker and shit for work. Then what do I see? A little bin wrap out the front, fucking digging through me recycling bin, mate, looking for some cans, cardboard and shit spread all over the front lawn. Fucking what a joke, mate. I said to him, what, what are you doing, mate? You right? And he just fucking head down, fucking packs me bin up quick and fucking scurries off. Fucking bin wrapped. What a carry on, mate. All right, boys, cheers. It'd be pointless a bloke digging through your recycling bin. Yeah, you wouldn't find much. It's empty. You're in a separate fucking area. What would you I've do? been really lacking on it. What would you do if you come out of your house and there was a bin rat waist deep? In your bin at your house. Oh, well, I sit in a bit on the property, so he's going to have dramas no matter what. But it was out on the road. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I'm trying to think of it from their point of view where you've got neighbours and in the street and stuff like that. It's fucking... If you put it in the bin, it's fucking anyone's. If I walked out on my property and there was a bin rat waist deep, I'd say, Get out of here, bin rat! Yeah. Yeah, you fucking. You know what? Yeah, people hanging around your fucking house. That's digging sure. through a bin out the front of your house. Get out of here, you <laughs> fucking bin rat. Dead set. Go and fucking find cans elsewhere. Yeah, stick to the park. Just you know. I or just think, do one better. Get out of someone's do one house better bin and clean up the Bruce. That's exactly right. Like I've always said, I've got nothing against a bloke collecting cans to get more money to support his family. I think it's a great idea, actually, because it cleans up the place. But there's plenty of cans out on the side of the fucking Bruce Highway and everywhere else that you can go and get. Get out of someone's bin. Yep. Fuck me. But to, to be fair, though, I've seen a few videos of people like putting up homeless people Going through. Going through bins in the cities and shit like that. Man, when you don't have a fucking home and, like, it's the last resort and shit, I just leave, like, you know, leave them alone. Yeah, they're, once they're you put fucking, something in the bin, it's in the bin for a fucking that, reason. They're struggling. All I'm getting at is I'm watching blokes pull up in their rig, put on the fancy gloves, and throw the hessian sack over the shoulder yeah, with their yeah. fancy New Balance shoes and dive bins. <laughs> Fuck off, you fucking weapon. That's, that's my thing. Like, that's that's what really gets me going. I'm like, you have pulled up with gloves you've worn and bought in your deadly shoes in your rig with the sack you've purchased to dive bins with. I love it. Fuck. It should be a sport. Oh, it is a sport. Fucking pelicans. Pelicans. Yeah, anyway. We got a... Yeah, we got one more one more to go here, and then we got adult stuff that we need to go and do. Ripping. Fellas, you know it. Yeah, but if I ever find out who that friendly fucking traffic controller is, right? <laughs> I'm going to fucking pull up, get out of my fucking truck, pull his pants down around his ankles, grab a fucking traffic cone and absolutely fucking finger that cunt. <laughs> you know? I bet you he sits in his room of a night with fucking pictures of caravans and pulls his fucking dick over him. Rightio, fellas, catch it. <laughs> And definitely not oh. the most loved job, eh? Mate, that, that was off that call that yeah. old mate did. Um, when he stops the red lights. Yeah, he stops the truckies on purpose and shit like that. Oh. You, mate, you should see how many. Like, that is, there's been hundreds of calls Abuse. wanting death on that bloke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, we just thought, I thought I'd have to share something like that. But oh, That's great. Guys, I hope you had a laugh with us today. There were some fucking rippers today, so thanks, yeah. for, thanks for providing the goods. I reckon today... Don't stay out of yourself. Get right up yourself. Yeah, that's right. Get just, right just, up yourself just this week. Just for today. Get in yourself. Get in yourself this f- week. And fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Right, are you weapons. Listen up. I'm talking to all you dirty miners out there. If you're over what you're doing, you want a bit of a change up, want to work for a good bloke doing good things, spreading the wings, then uh, listen up. Because Titan IND, Mechanical and Auto Electrical, are spreading the wings nationwide. They're going Pilbara and other WA regions, the Bowen Basin. For the right candidate, they'll pay relocation, FIFO, Dido, Ute, airfares, accommodation all paid for, offers varying depending on the positions applied for. Some of those positions are workshop roles, fly-in, fly-out, drive-in, drive-out, tool bag fitters and sparkies, pit site fitters, drill fitters, auto electricians, both mining and workshops. If you're interested, email a team at careers at titanind.com.au, mitchum at titanind.com.au, or phone 07-4972-7555 or mobile 0488-196-858. Now, when you do that, let them know the boys at Alpha Blokes sent you and make sure you drop our name in the interview. Don't say we don't do anything for you. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.